You're listening to the Money Shop Podcast, where we take a look at what's been going on in the business news and review the strategies behind it and see how you can apply it to your business. Your business. What's coming on in the week news this week, Damien? In the week this news, this week we, well, you found the piece of news actually. It was all about banks sharing locations and opening up new branches. So, yes. So, tell uh, me more. Five different bank entities. Yeah are sharing a single location for their branch. So every day, a different bank is in the branch. So imagine sort of typical town that has a bank in it. Cambridge. Cambridge. Uh, So on the high street, there's a bank that's in a prominent position. Yep. On Monday, it's NatWest. On Tuesday, it's HSBC. On Wednesday, it's Lloyd's. On Thursday, it's... Santander, and on Friday it's Metro. <laughs> what about Saturday and Sunday? Yeah, it's just a pick and mix shop. <laughs> um, cool, but they're sharing their location. Okay, which is probably sort of a bit of an indictment on on high street liveliness at the moment. Yeah, the footfall going through the high street at the moment. Do we think that's a very short term thing? Well, I think the days of every bank having a branch are probably going, you know, they're probably sort of on the way out, which is that people don't bank a lot. But what it made us think about and and what the strategy we think behind it is, is that they're better off working with their competitors. Rather than against them. Rather than against them, rather than each of them trying to have a prominent position on the on the high street. Well, I'm, I'm not done with this piece of news first, because I thought, and I'll admit, I didn't read the article. I just saw the title. Good. Um, but I thought it meant it was a prominent location that five banks were going to work out of. And so any day of the week, you could turn up and be like, I need to go to the HSBC counter or the Santander counter. Not, well, I can, I, I'm an HSBC customer, so I can only turn up on a Monday. The rest of the week, I don't have a bank. No, it, it is literally like sort of on Tuesday. That's when you can go banking with your bank. Okay. Which is kind of what people, yeah, you know, people don't need instant bank access you know the idea that you go to your bank you probably can schedule the idea that you know, you go in and have a mortgage appointment or you go in and open up a nicer you know well how many people monday to friday nine to five are available to go in to see their bank anyway well exactly that's why it makes sense to only be there one day a week it just still seems like it's a bit of a pain in the ass to actually do any banking admin if you've got a job because everybody's trying to book appointments at half five six half six seven well, what, hoping what bank branch do you know that's, that's open after about two o'clock in the afternoon? I mean, I'm pretty sure Metro Bank is open until. Yeah, that's a lost leader. It's an, it's an I mean, advertising yeah, it's a, stand. But it's great and it's open. And they usually have at least one night where they open later. But when have you last done banking admin in a bank? Yeah, it's been a while, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> and you do lots of banking. I so. do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good point, well made. But yes, I think to your point, com- not competing with your competitors and actually collaborating with them to try and get some kind of industry-wide benefit. That's kind of the strategy. And so what we're looking at now is how can entrepreneurs and how can you implement it into your business? Yeah, your business. Um, And so I I guess it's an interesting thing. So I I heard a way of looking at it, which was rather than calling people competitors, you call them market participants, which is like saying like, 
we're all in the same market, but arguably there's probably a bunch of things we all serve for different customers. You know, so rather than saying uh, there's a bunch of banking competitors, yeah. there's a bunch of banking participants, which is like, you know, I guess in banks it's quite tricky because it's kind of, you know, they, they become such a, a sort of commodity. Yeah. But in lots of other markets, you're not that point that you are a commodity. There's still a level of differentiation you do. It's like, so we're, we're in the same market together, but we offer different things to different people. So I've just had a brilliant idea. Mm-hmm. That would work very well for a restaurant. Yes. So if you had every single day of the week, there was a different theme for the restaurant, but it wasn't just the same chef doing like, oh, today I'm going to put my party Mexican hat on and employ Roger, uh, or I'm not going to like do Chinese food tonight and then Indian food tomorrow, et cetera, et cetera. You actually have a whole new staff, serving staff, waiting staff, chefs, all that stuff. That would fit quite well because there is no, I suppose there is direct competition between all restaurants, but there's not really the same competition between a Chinese restaurant and a kebab shop, for example. Mm. They are targeting different audiences at different times, at different price points, all that stuff. So you could have, you know, Tuesday, Thursday is the super high-end fancy pants restaurant. Monday, Wednesday, Friday is the cheaper student night type thing. And they're clearly targeting different demographics. So they're not really competing with each other, but they are market participants still in the restaurant game. I think that is a good market to apply the idea of market participants to but the idea of them all sharing the same building is a bit silly why because <laughs> like if you went to go to a high-end restaurant you don't be like sorry we'll just wipe down the tables after like bring your own slot bucket student tuesdays <laughs> i mean <laughs> like we got rid of all the good napkins on the students <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> it's the same shitty plastic cup hose it but... down every night and it's whatever we want in the morning <laughs> I feel like that's lack of imagination of the difference you can make to decor. They could have pictures on the wall that spin round. <laughs> <laughs> one's like FHM and the other one's country living. Okay. I don't want to dine in this restaurant. Okay, fair enough. But <laughs> what you were saying is perfect, which is, you know, there's so, <laughs> many, not pla- so many places that do food. Yeah. The, you know, as you say, like a Chinese, uh, like a cheap Chinese restaurant and a high-end French restaurant aren't competing against each other, but they are doing the same thing, which is provide food. And so what can you do between those two things? Which is what we see a lot in, in, to keep on going with food, is you can see like crossover stuff where like a distillery will work with a restaurant for a tasting menu or whatever, something like that, Um, where they're they're not, they are essentially – vying for the same money well but how broad do you then more, take more, it more money because they are both in the hospitality industry yeah. and so are they market participants in hospitality rather than well one sells alcohol one sells food so they're competing with each other yeah well they are competing in the traditional sense but i think what we're trying to say is that they are participating they in, you know there's more money to be made uh and and to use a, a word that is rife with condemnation which is like there's sy- synergies in it <laughs> jargon <laughs> no, but have you done an mba lately i've done an mba yeah um but no i mean there is yeah, like synergies overused because everyone's like well you know 
if we buy these two companies, synergy, everything will be better. It's, it's usually bollocks, but like you can see what the word synergy means yeah. here, which is like two things making more money than they would do normally. Which is what's, <laughs> but it's overused, and that's why it's that's why it's like Poo-poo. that's why you feel grubby saying <laughs> yeah, that. yeah, like saying well, there are synergies to be had here, um, but it is it is a thing where okay. there are and well, well like don't don't sound <laughs> shitty dubious to me and say that this is the strategy we're proposing to everyone. Like, I just oh, like this, this is the strategy that Roger is proposing. Try and work with your competitors. Be. <laughs> I mean, you could do it. You'd probably make more money, but you would be a bit of a twat. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I see you've not come into this completely sold on what the strategy is, which is no, good. No. Which is good. You Only because you shut up my restaurant idea, which I'm really no glad. To, no one wants to eat in a restaurant that was like a different thing the night before. Okay, that's like living in a circus. What's wrong with that? <laughs> be awful. I'm glad I didn't go with the other example I was going to use, which was a hotel. <laughs> what, like one night? It's yeah, one night's a five star, second night's a two star. Even I thought that was stupid. Sure, they like pump the swimming pool out. <laughs> yeah, like oh, the breakfast today is a chip. Tomorrow it's fine dining. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay then, smart ass. Um, <laughs> what other industries in your business? In what business? Would this be most appropriate to, or would have the best synergies? So I think uh, what what you need to do is kind of like if you're selling a single service, yeah, there's always like complementary services to that. So like mm-hmm. take you for example, like you sell financial sort of advice and planning. Mm-hmm. There's like other services that you could tap into yeah. that you aren't best place to give. Yep. But would be complimentary. So you could have like a, oh, well, I know, you know, it, it's, it's kind of the networking thing. Like, well, I know a good person that, like, oh, well, now you're super rich. I know a good architect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's like, here's an accountant or a solicitor yeah. that you need to use for whatever it is you're going to do. Yeah. So I think services are quite easy to find synergies in. Yeah. But I'm trying to, I want it to be closer because banks, you know, they've, not necessarily Santander, Metro, HSBC, Lloyd's, all them, because they are basically offering the same service, just in different, well, different colours, Branding, effectively. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but when you look at people like you know Citigroup and UBS and HSBC, they have a bit more, they have the potential, as you're saying, to be like, well, we do more investment banking, you do more retail banking, we do more commercial banking. So together, the three of us could work together and we could, we're not competing directly for the same customer. I, I see what you're saying, and I have sort of, and so that, that yeah, that makes sense. And so I get all that and I get the synergies involved in all of that. Um, but the actual, we are identical and we're just going to share the same location. That's the bit that I'm like, okay, how can we apply that to our, to our business, to well, your business? Like, uh, so like a pub is it, being a pub. I was just about to say a pub as well. I know I could see <laughs> you like, to say, it was like, if I say it first, I sound smarter. Yeah. <laughs> lots of different places, lots of different things doing the same thing in the same place. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they get. The, the, I've, I've actually just thought of it. And it's perfect, and the pub is the perfect analogy for it. Is you don't be, you don't be one of the other people in the market. You be the, the broker. So a pub is a broker for booze. Yeah. Which is like they don't. Well, okay. Take twatty pubs aside, they don't brew their own beer. 
Yeah. They just sell other people's beer. Yep. Yeah. So all they're doing is like putting a bunch of different beers in a marketplace that you buy them in the same place. So perhaps the advice here could be, how do you stop being a participant and start being a broker for the service? If it's a very... Is the equivalent for the banking example then, how do you stop being a bank? I mean, you become a landlord to rent a space to five banks. Yeah. That sounds like bad advice. Do you think? I mean, is it a good idea to not be a bank and be a high street landlord at this point? I would rather be a bank. And for well, then maybe most... the, maybe the, I don't think the, I don't think the physical space that they're occupying is worse off for it. Or, or you know, I'm not saying you should be a landlord. Well, no. So okay, but what is that broker position for those five banks? Pause for editing. <laughs> okay. I don't, What's I, the broker I, position for a pub then? Because if you think about most pubs, they will have you one. know what makes what makes us go to one pub instead of the other. It's generally not oh, but I really like the beers that they serve. Mm. It's usually like well, it's handy. I like the atmosphere. I like the you know the chairs are all comfortable. We can definitely get a table. That would never change if it's oh well, it's Monday, so it's gin night or it's rum night or it's whatever. I'd turn off a rum night oh, spirit and gin gin night. Um, but no, the the alcohol isn't the thing that makes us go to a place. It tends to be the atmosphere. Yeah. And if that never changes, because fundamentally that's the part that isn't changing, it's just what you're getting served. It's like, well, why don't we just do the same pub and we'll just serve all of those things, which is what most of them do. Okay, so maybe broker's the wrong idea. Okay. What would, well, I, I like it's it. quite a good idea. But yeah, I, I like it, but I, don't I just know, don't, I don't know, know how, it's, how we can implement it either. Because you're also basically saying, yeah, don't be a market participant player and don't work yeah, with your competitors. Just change completely your industry. Yeah, yeah. Which, if for some people, is solid advice. But so, how can you implement this strategy? Well, I think the 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 thing about calling people participants that has helped me a lot, which is that, like, rather than trying to describe how you're better than everyone else, mm-hmm. you sort of just you rather than say, "Well, oh, we're better than everyone," what you kind of saying is like, "This is what we're really good at," and it it, it it's helped me as a different approach. Yeah. Which is rather than saying, "Well, we're definitely better than everyone else for everything," it's like, "Well, actually, like, well, if you want really expensive stuff, go and talk to them because we aren't that." Yeah, you know, I like that. So, own what you are. Everybody has competition, and if you don't have any competition, chances are you haven't really got a good business. Yes. Um, so everyone's got competition. Acknowledge that, accept it, and work with your competitors. And as you say. Big up your competitors and be like, oh, that's you want that service or that type of thing? Yeah, they are the people to talk to because you're not necessarily competing with them. And the little example I just thought of then was the whole Colin the Caterpillar thing. Mm. All of them have exactly the same thing. But M&S, they all sell basically food. But M&S promotes itself as like, oh, we're the fancy pants one. And Aldi was like, yeah, we're the cheapest balls one. Instead of M&S being dicks about it, they could have just been like, well, if you want the really fancy Colin with a moustache and a pipe, you should come and shop here. If you want the one that might be 85% ash, then you should definitely go shop it with Aldi. Instead of trying to be like, no, fuck you. We're competing with you, so we want to take all your business off you. No, you're totally right. No now. Aldi customer's like, oh, well, I saw a thing, so I'm going to shop in Marks now. Yeah, That's not a they're, thing. They're, they're buying knockoff Caterpillars because they don't want to spend the money on the expensive one. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. I think we saved this episode there. Well, no, it's a free-form exploration of a topic. It's not we've come up with the idea. 
Because all, all we did for this, we wrote three words on a whiteboard. Like, one of them was an abbreviation. It's not, not us planning the evidence down. <laughs> that's anyway. as good as it gets. <laughs> um, we used the whiteboard. What more do you want? <laughs> I mean, that doesn't make me happy. Um, but no, you're right. M&S shot themselves in the foot there. Which they should have just said, home of the original Colin the Caterpillar. Yeah. And then just been like, you know, you know, if you buy a Colin the Caterpillar from somewhere else, you're a dirty pauper. And that would have been amazing. <laughs> that would have appealed to their market. And they would have been like, you would have doubled Colin the Caterpillar sales. Yeah. And a bunch of other bellends would have bought cheap caterpillars. But like, who cares? Yeah. Because you were never going to steal that market segment anyway. So just embrace it. Yeah. That's good. In fact, if they had a good marketing team, they would have gone the other way and be like, hey, you should definitely go shopping Aldi if you want a shitty poor version of ours. Yeah. And actually actively promoted their competitor. And then by default, they're also marketing themselves. Yes, by saying like, well, you could go and get one of dubious quality or you yeah. could buy the original. Not just any. Not just any kind of <laughs> But like they've done that for a while. It's just it's surprising they didn't do that. Actually. Yeah, idiots. Sort yourselves out, Marks. Yeah, Mr. Mark and Mr. Spencer. How do we summarize this? I think we just did. Okay. Thank you for listening to the Money Shop Podcast. Join us next time for more strategies that I fuck up summarizing <laughs> so I can help you apply them to My. your business. <laughs> Bye-bye. Ta-ta.